introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way. Find a way. Hey, hey, hey. It's Christoph Wrights of the Poet Life Podcast. I am extremely excited on tonight to have two special persons on the podcast, Miss Saini Cisse and Mr. Patrick Washington. I am so so listen, when when I, I explain to you why this particular episode is happening, you're gonna say, man, this is absolutely amazing. The youth are taking over. So let's get this thing started. Miss Cisse, how are you? I'm doing excellent. I'm so happy to be here. I'm glad that you had the time to come on. Uh, Mr. Patrick Washington, how are you? I am blessed, blessed. Very happy to be with you. It was wonderful uh, to be part of the poet life. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, most definitely. So, So the reason why this podcast episode is happening, because something amazing just happened recently. Miss Saini, Saini Cisse, she just won the, what, what, what year is this? Is it, is it annual? Yeah. 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 This is an annual contest. And um, so what, what, yeah, she is how the, many years has it been? Uh, six. She is the sixth. She's the sixth winner to become the youth poet laureate of Prince George's County in Maryland. Wow. Wow, that is that is absolutely amazing. How do you feel? Oh, uh, I'm honestly still taking it in. Like, uh, it's been surprising, but like a welcome surprise and a blessing, really. Indeed, and it just happened, right? Like a few days ago. Yeah. Tuesday or Monday? What was it? Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. 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 And I was there on Zoom. You know, it's COVID now. So everything is on Zoom now. And um, uh, what was the process like, um, Saini? What was the process like? Um, so there's a three step process to becoming a poet laureate or ambassador. First, you have to submit um, five of your best poems and mm. then also a bio. And um, Patrick, he looks for like civic engagement and like being involved in your community as well as like artistic achievement. And then um, it's like a point system. So you take points from that. And then the second process is an interview and they kind of ask different questions about your work and your art and like what you hope to do to create change with your poetry and just like what your art means to you. And then that's another point system. And then finally is the performance, which is what you saw on Sunday. Wow. Wow. Have you been a part of anything like this before? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) And you're 19? Yes. That's some work right there. Patrick, you putting putting teenagers through through work like that? Hey, hey, look, look, um, as you can, (laughs) as you well know, these aren't your average everyday teens. I see. Um, you know, there are we, we're looking for uh, not just great artists, but great people. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we want you know people uh, who can uh, exhibit, uh, you know, care for their community, uh, civic engagement, 
um, you know, uh, just real, you know, hands-on type, uh, you know, artists, because, you know, our program is, um, it's a leadership program, but it's leadership through the arts. You know, mm. we, we believe that our art is what's going to save us. It's going to connect us. And we're going to make sure that that comes out. Man, you and I think alike. Um, I think in my own humble opinion, I think I think creativity and and, and art is right up there or even higher than intellect. Uh, yeah, that's it's a strong statement. But if you think about the people that you admire and and place in a position of role model, a lot of times it is someone that is creative. Sometimes you got someone that's in that's a doctor and a lawyer, you know, but most times it's it's someone that inspires you in a creative way. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I agree. I think that uh, you know, the idea of separating intellect from creativity is a is a we're doing ourselves a disservice by even doing that because they are one in the same. You know, um, mm. I had a poem even stressing that uh, physicality, you mm. know what I mean? Uh, Hand-eye coordination, you know, having your brain wired in such a way that you, you can control your muscles and your body in a way that many people can't. That is intelligence in itself. It's just a different type, you know? So I, I think that, That's you know, good. we have to kind of remix what we call intelligence. I like I like that perspective. I like that perspective. That's good. Saini, um, out of the five, what was the one that you, out of the five poems, what's the one poem that was your final, uh, the final poem that you performed with? Um, so during the performance, we had one to be judged and then we had another one just to include. So I did two poems. Um, one was titled An Apology Letter to My Body, and the second poem that I performed that night was Water. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about the poems that you performed because they were so deep, you know, and uh, I, I told you I, I started writing poetry when I was in the first grade, and my mother was always astounded by you know how deep my poems were um where where do you get your insight from is it reading books is it uh where, where do you get your insight from when it comes to where you get your inspiration uh when you write your poetry um i think really my experiences inform my work more than anything um i really do like to educate myself and read into different topics but a lot of times especially like when it comes to like activism and theory and all that, I find that those concepts already are working and applying in my life. Mm -hmm. So more than anything, um, I inform my own work. Awesome. Listen, we have another person on to the podcast episode, uh, Mr. Mr. Adams, Mr. Ne Neville Adams. How are you, sir? Lyr Lyrical Storm. Hey, hey, how are you? Man, thank you so much for coming on to the uh, podcast. We really appreciate your time. All right. Thank you for having me. 
Uh, Patrick, tell me what the dynamics are between you two gentlemen here. Um, we, we are partners in this uh, venture. Uh, we kind of started off working um, as, as, you know, teaching artists working in different sectors. You know, um, I worked uh, the South part, I live and work in the South part of Prince George's County. Uh, Neville worked and lived in the Northern part. He's a, a 12th grade English teacher at Parkdale High School. Um, and he is for years, even before I started as a teaching artist, he had been, he had created a, uh, a reputation as a, as a youth leader, um, as a, as a mentor and uh, lyrical storm is the name of the crew and they were vicious like i, I used to go, come out and and watch these young poets and you know and of course the, it was a rotating cast because you know kids are you know moving out and you know graduating and whatnot but uh, always he was at the forefront and when i had the idea to create uh this position you know because there was no such thing as a laureate um, adult or youth uh, in Prince George's County at the time, mm. I, I reached out to him and, you know, we sat down at a Starbucks and we kind of like hammered it out, you know, and uh, this this is what we came up with. So, Wow. Okay. Okay. Now you're taking me somewhere now. All right. So you knew of a poet laureate, obviously, right? Right. That's, that's, Explain to me, Neville, what a poet laureate is. Uh, it's um, classified as the um, official poet, um, the one that represents um, maybe a particular area, and um, normally, you know, the one that um, just the, the official person that that speaks for, you know, for the for the country or for the state or for the the county. Or, mm -hmm. The resident poet. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, I um we just season 2, I think episode 2. Um we had um Kaniki Jakarta, uh yeah. the first uh female African American poet laureate of Northern Alexandria, Virginia. Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah. That's the home. And then just recently um our season two, episode one, uh, Roscoe Burnham's, he just won um, Poet Laureate of Richmond, Virginia. Yes, yes, very happy for that brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's big because the um, Poet Laureate for uh, traditionally was was always someone that was white. You, you know, you and and it was and it was um, for for the longest time you wouldn't get any spoken word artists. That would be right because you know that 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 uh, separation between the ones who would be like the learned poets, right? As opposed to mm -hmm, the performance it was poets, a poem, poem, yeah, right. the literary, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the literary, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. literary poets, okay, the, the ones with all the gravitas, they, they hold the poem and they go, <laughs> right. <laughs> Wear those yeah. funny caps. Right. <laughs> and, and look, you know, um, speaking of Poet Laureate, you know when uh, President Barack Obama won the first time and he, he had his poet, and I was like, man, if that was a spoken word artist, 
Oh my goodness. That that would have been church in there, man. You know? Who was who was that? Who was he I from? I can't remember. It it was a um I, I want to be politically correct, right? Uh nationality wise. I I, I think it was an Asian Asian uh guy. Okay. Uh, I can't remember. Okay, like, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, that was about 12 years ago. I can't remember, man. But that um, was the first time that there was ever a national poet laureate, right? Is that or I don't no, know. No, no, no. I don't think so. It no, was, wait, no, was it, I don't think he was title? a poet laureate, though. I think he was just yeah, like, yeah. 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 I think he was just a poet, right? Right. Somebody yeah. to think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The definitely. presidential poet, right? Right. Exactly. Right. You know, his resume looks good right now. Um, but but Saini, um, I'm glad you were able to work some things out with your with your um with your with your camera. Um is like so, overheating, so it's like oh I understand. Out. All is well. Yeah. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. Um so you are in an awesome place, an awesome position right now. Are you are you nervous? Are what are your feelings right now? Because you'll be in that position how long? A, a, a year? Yes, a year. Okay. So, how do you feel? Um, I feel pressure, but it's like a good pressure. Indeed. I'm thinking about like how I want to fill the role, but I also want to try to expand it and like leave the position in a better place than it was when I mm -hmm. took it and like get more people to be interested and to find out about what this program is and what we do, because I think it's really um, important. And um, I'm just kind of thinking about like the things that I could make possible with having this position and like kind of how that puts me um, in more of a position of power than I've had before in sure. like the ways that I can use that. Yeah, yeah, definitely um uh some positive power some positive influence and i'm sure your peers uh see you i'm sure they saw you in in a, in a positive light before but like now it's just like wow this is this this is the first wait this is the first first one is she the first no the first. oh right, right 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 six six years okay six years gotcha gotcha um so uh, Patrick, so you all were partnering with PG County for six years now? Um, we partnered with multiple <laughs> um, uh, organizations. Um, uh, most recently, the uh, Prince George's County Office of Community Relations has been a, the, our, our real, our main partner. Okay. Um, we found a great um, supporter in uh, Unisha Davis, and uh, Nicole Jackson Young, those are the two main people who have just kind of, you know, held us up, offered resources, um, you know, understanding the struggle that we're going through trying to keep, you know, this thing afloat, sure. you know. Um, yeah, so them, um, the Prince George's Arts and Humanities uh, Council, uh, they, you know, that that's a great uh, nonprofit that's, that's been assisting us and uh, extreme yeah. teams, Prince George's yeah. extreme teams. Yeah, too far from planning. Mm -hmm. Man, okay, all right. So uh, I, I was saying before um, before we started this, I was telling Patrick Neville that um, we're we're gonna have separate 
episodes, one for, for Patrick, one for, for you as well. Um, uh, so, so let, let me, let me, cause you all are giving me so much right now, man. My brain is exploding right now. Cause I'm loving, cause I say that because I love how you all think big when it comes to poetry and the partnerships and, and the sponsorships and things of that nature. Right. Um, so I, I want to dig deeper into that when we get to you all's episode. Um, but Saini, you have you have a strong team. So whatever nervousness or you know anxiety that you have or pressure, like you have two uh, vet, vets over here that got your back and are able to you know shine some light on some things that you may not know about. Um, do you have some? uh events planned or projects you know in your mind that you think that you might want to you know make happen this year yes i have a couple of things that um i plan on doing one of those things um includes trying to create a youth slam that's pg countywide for like all of the high schools because that was a um experience that was really important to me i did like ltab and other like um, local slams, like DMV area slams. So um, that's something that I want to bring back to PG and have other people experience because that's kind of what helped me to really fall in love with poetry and specifically spoken word. And I want other people to like experience that. Really? What? How old were you when you first fell in love with spoken word? Um, so I started writing really when I was in middle school, but the first time I like performed a poem in front of people. It was at my high school's school poetry slam in the school library freshman year. Wow. Wow. You've come a long way, three, four years. I was say, yeah, that's a yeah. far, a far cry. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you you've you've been you've been working. That's awesome. Do you have a like a um core group of friends that are also spoken word artists like that push you and you all kind of uh, in a friendship type of way kind of compete to say, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to perform here. I'm going to perform there. You should perform here. What, what does that look like for you? Um, really like the poets who have come out of Roosevelt. I like to touch base with some have like still do poetry. Some have fell out of poetry, but like they usually come back in for like open mics and stuff. And that's also something like, I'm gonna start bugging them a little bit more, especially now as poet laureate when I'm like hosting things. But um, yeah, everybody kind of has like their different lanes. But I've met a lot of poets out of my school and just from the local area, going to different um, poetry slams and things. And we kind of keep keep up with each other and check in with each other about like our work and what we do. Sure, so sure. I would I would encourage you to stay connected with those uh, other contestants right, from the other areas of uh, PG County, right? You know, Dayan and what was the other? It was a gentleman. Um, Tamar. Yes. Man, yeah. he's strong. And, and he threw some mute, He threw some song in it. He, he had confidence enough to sing with his poetry. That was that was awesome. That, what were your, let me just say, oh. that, I, let me just say that that's part of um, our mission is to, you know, create community. Um, right. Uh, I my my uh, origin as an artist was working with 
like-minded poets, you know, and then we created ensembles, we created poetry groups, you know, I, I was in several different groups. Um, so I'm very good with the back and forth, you know what I mean, with the, you know, when I'm performing, when I'm writing, um, I feed off of that energy. And I, I think Neville kind of does that too. He and I, we've done a couple of uh, uh, things in the past. We did a play together. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I, I like to create that community with, with my poets. So that's why she's the laureate, but she's in a leadership role now. And the, her fellow com, uh, contestants are now ambassadors. So it's, yeah. they're all crew. They're all crew. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they all represent different parts of Prince George's County. That's so, genius. Yeah. That's good. So you already have a team. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Squad. <laughs> Man, you all need to start a group me and, and, and <laughs> continue to communicate, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Awesome. I love it. I love it. All right. Okay. So in this position, right, um, comes these uh interviews or these conversations because this is not an interview it's just a conversation that we're having but you'll have the interviews and things and articles um is is this your first conversation uh on camera for you um, yeah this is my first time really um doing something like this like a podcast uh I had an interview earlier this week and that was like my first official interview as well. Like I did the school newspaper one time, but that was a lot more like nonchalant. So maybe back. Yeah. yeah. It's right. A little bit different. Awesome. Also you're getting practice. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Neville, did they have to apply or were they nominated? They had to apply. So, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Great. 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 So, Saini, what made you apply? Um, actually, and I don't think you guys actually know this story, but um, when I was a poet freshman year, um, I went to this poetry competition known as the Hyper Bowl, and there, the 2017 poet laureate um, was on the final stage, and I found out that they were. Um, the poet laureate of Prince George's County. And I always had in the back of my mind, like, oh, that's something that I want to do. And it just so happened, like my senior year, that's when things kind of finally lined up to where I could um, take it on and apply and do something like that. Wow. 2017. I'm trying to. Who is that's that? Samantha. Samantha. That's Samantha. Jackson. Oh, Samantha. Yeah. Samantha. Okay. I'm like trying to figure out who's who's 2017 laureate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Hyper Bowl. That's food through Virginia. That's through um Joseph Green and them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> I am. Um, this is the first for me because I I didn't know that there were youth. Poet laureate. To be honest with you, I just learned what a poet laureate was not too long ago when I had uh, Kanika Jakarta um, on 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 the podcast, and, and she had to explain to me what exactly what it was and and what they do. And so so when Dayan reached out and said she was a finalist, I said, "There's youth poet laureates. Oh my, this is amazing, man! It's a whole new world." I, I think that we. Um... Yeah. I, okay. So each jurisdiction has their own laureate. You know, there's a lot of them popping up, and uh, I guess they have their own uh, meaning. They have their own 
mm-hmm. uh, motives for creating them. Uh, mine was to strictly create opportunities for the for the you know, youth poets. To and, and the best way to do that was to create an official sounding mm-hmm. moniker. You know what I mean? Sure. So to to lend a, a to lend a, a air of right, yeah, you know, a yeah. Linda air of officialness to 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 your poetry because a lot of times people, as poets, will show up someplace, you know, they might get a T-shirt and a sandwich, and then we're kicked out the door, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, exactly. Um, but you know, but our work is more valuable than that, right? And, yeah, and, I'm glad you said that, Patrick, because you know, our our mission and our motto is to uplift the poetry community but also to build the poetry industry, right? We, we always hear the poetry community, right? But we hardly ever hear poetry industry, right? So the poetry industry is in its infancy and what you all have done and what you all are doing are, are is, is helping to build the poetry industry because like you said, you're creating official positions and official platforms. And that's where the industry comes in, where uh, Saini will be able to now be in certain rooms because of her position, right? So with with that position and that, uh, the position of influence, she's now able to express herself um, and represent her peers now. But without that position, she probably wouldn't. So the exposure that you all are creating is is just uplifting um, both the community and the industry, man. So I, I'm 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 excited to even know that there's a youth component to the poet laureate. Yeah, um, uh, and 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 there's certain. You know um, issues and 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 you know community and political uh, topics that uh, we don't expect to hear from our, our 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 poets, especially our young poets. I remember like one of the first poems or one of the most shocking poems that I heard in a while. Saini did this piece that was the mental health piece. Remember the mental health piece? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and, and like I was, and it it was a very in your face. Um, bold, un, you know, uncompromising poem, and it was just like, you know, do you need help? It was like, kind of, it was almost like she was grabbing somebody by the shoulders and shaking you in your seat, and uh, you know that it, it was needed. You know, that's the type of art that uh, we're looking for. You know, stuff that challenges you. So, what is she going to be faced with in this position, uh, Neville? Uh, so she will be. Um uh, faced with, well, being a, um, a voice for um, teens, definitely, you know, for, for young adults, um, uh, being that um, that person who gets called on for mm-hmm. um, events, especially um, um, formal events, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and they will look upon her as the voice of all of the teens, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in Prince George's County. So, so, so it's so it's something that come with it comes an air of responsibility with you know what with what you're going to be saying, and the fact of fact that you need to be cued in to your peers because you're going to be representing them. Nice. And you, want, and, and you know there's going to be some things that you want to bring up 
that you know you'll have a position where it'll even be uh it's, it's even a semi-political position as well you know because there's a strict extreme push um internationally and uh, we've been doing it a lot in um prince george's county of lowering the voting age to 16. um hyattsville was the first place to do it um greenbelt Green, uh, yeah, Green just yeah. did it right 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 what? yeah we're 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 uh working on a couple of other places um, we're going a little bit piece by piece. Yeah. Uh-huh. Highsville was the third person in the um, United States to do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like vote, vote. Yes, they can vote. They they um, they vote for all the local elections. Um, nice. They can't vote for, of course, the the um, the state, the, the country, but they can vote for all the local elections. Yeah. Right. Now, what what's the rationale behind that it is because they're being affected by what's happening locally exactly exactly and and you know in the school system at 16 there's a lot of things you can do you know you can get kicked out of school you can be you can be rejected <laughs> from school at 16 so if you if you if you're set out of school that means you got to go get a job or something so you have to be able to work so if you can work you can act a citizen if, that if, may get a lot if of you can work and pay taxes, you're an active citizen and you should have some kind of say in the matter. Wow. Okay. So Sandy, how are you feeling about all this? This is, this is, uh, <laughs> this is heavy. Uh, you, you are getting a crash course in like real life. Um, and this will definitely set you apart. Um, and, and just really catapult, you know, your vision and, and your perspective on life, right? Um, you, 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 well, it's just happened Sunday. It hasn't even been a week. So I know it's just like a lot and it's surreal. Um, um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful and uh, confident that you have what it takes when I saw you perform on Sunday, I was like, she literally turned into the poem. You know, it was like, it was like, all right, so how long have you had that? You know, that that piece of of artistry, that, 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 that performance um, factor. Because, you know, when you first start, you, you're just, you know, I got a poem that I want to recite. You know, you recite your mm-hmm. poem, right? But when did you start performing, though? Okay, so uh, my first little like transition into trying to like breathe more life into my poems and kind of listen to how my poems wanted to be delivered um, came from my poetry club, actually. Mm. Um, my first poetry club captain. Her name is Olu. She's an amazing poet. I've been trying to get her to come to open mics because she's been like really busy with school and stuff. But she's who like really showed me how alive a poem can become. And from there, like being under her influence in like the poetry club. And then also, I think I've improved a lot in how I deliver things. Um, Through being a dialect poet, I was a poetry ambassador last year. And um, you guys have really just helped me to really think about how I'm saying my poems and how I deliver them. Um, Over the summer, I was in the Brave New Voices competition and 
um, pages really helped us to mm. smooth out our poems and think about how we want to say them, how we want to sound, and just going back into that space of remembering. That's page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, it's like going back into that space of remembering while we wrote it. And also, I have to give credit to um, Ephraim Nehemiah. He hosted mm -hmm. a World Tour Poetry Club uh, over this quarantine with Do More. And he is like a firehouse, really. Like the way that his poems just come to life. So I think I also picked up a little bit more of that too and like how I want to deliver things. So it's nice. like a mix of all these people along the way who have really just helped me to elevate um, how I do my poetry and how it performs. How how quickly do you write and how quickly do you commit to memory? What's your skill set on that level? Okay, um, writing, I never know how long the process is gonna take. Sometimes mm -hmm. the majority of the poem and the concept is done in like an hour or two. And mm -hmm. sometimes it just takes like days for me to really figure out how I wanna structure things and how I wanna save them. So I never really know how long it's gonna take for me to finish a poem. Um, mm -hmm. Recently, I've been like writing a lot more and like having a little bit of a faster turnover, but I really don't know how long. And then there's also things that are poems that I want to write about, but it's like, I'm still in the process of taking things in and just really processing my emotions. And that's also part of the process, so. It's like all of those things that kind of come together before a poem comes onto the page. Yeah, yeah. When you saw the list of ambassadors or, or finalists, Patrick, what were your thoughts in knowing that one of those six or seven or eight uh, would be the actual Youth Poet Laureate? Did you feel like you had a solid you know, whoever wins is going to be perfect for the role. I don't want to slice her up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, yeah, I, I knew early. I knew early when I was going through the applications. You know, we had about uh, we had about 30 applicants mm. and, um, you know, from across the county and um, yeah, hers hers immediately stood out. I mean, she was she was uh, uh, she was given you know last year's Laureate run for their money. So I, I knew that. Yeah, it was it was I knew it was gonna be her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when she performed, I was like, okay, she's been here before. I, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. This is this is a little um, veteran ish. You know that 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 she has going on here, man. So, uh, um, and I, I can't wait to be able to to for that to be somewhere out there, you know, on the internet, and letting that getting some get get some shine and get some views. Because, uh, what was the name of that that final piece? That the one that was judged. Um, I called it "Apology Letter to My Body and Anyone Else Whose Love Has Been Constant." It's kind of long, but it also starts the poem. <laughs> So yeah, sometimes I just say apology, but that's yeah. <laughs> that's the whole poem. Just just say the title. You done. Right. Um, Neville, uh, when you when you when you partnered with Patrick, 
where did you see this going? Did you see it getting this expansive? Uh, yeah, yeah. When we when we started out, we you know we well actually we we planned on partnering like I think three years prior to this. Like we mm-hmm. we because we kept meeting at I think um L Tab. We would see each other and like, hey, we need to talk. And then we leave there and we got a million things going on. Next thing you know, we see each other next year at the same event. And it's like, man, we didn't talk. right? And then when we finally got to talking and sat down, we, um, you know, we came in with the idea of um, the need for it. Because that was the main thing was the need and the community. And so we, we, we always looked at how far we could go. Mm-hmm. And we always pushed for to even to, to every time to even make it even better to see how far you know whenever we see things and we see we see either gaps in the system or things or well you know what we need this because we started I know one one um we had started by um uh, inviting like all of the mayors and and all of the the political people to come out and then we started moving to um and then um although we had started and we had you know informed them about it not a lot of people reached out mm. in that, like the first couple of years. And so what we started doing is start going to them directly and saying, hey, mm. look, we just elected this kid because the ambassadors represent their cities. So right. everybody, so it's as if everyone in their city has their own youth poet laureate and you have a youth poet laureate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you, right. have, you have at least you know two main poets who can represent you Whenever you need somebody, because you know a lot of times they they want to get the um, the youth voice out and want to hear you know want want to hear what people have to say, and so you know we we you know we we envisioned it going as far as it can go. So that's you know, awesome, and awesome. and it's still growing. Yeah, well, we definitely want to partner with you, Saini, and and both of you all because you know we have the Poet Life Academy where we have the the youth aspect, you know, the five through, well, just say K through 12, basically. And we teach kids how to use poetry and the arts to express themselves. Yeah, and um, right now we're at KIPP DC. Um, uh, uh, we're, we're going into Dunbar and uh, we have a ment- mentorship program called the King's Club, the, the Queen's Club. Yeah, right. So, so in the Kings Club, it's it's all boys. Obviously, in the Queens Club, it's all girls, and we're talking real life in there, and and the activities um, and the conversations are uh, inspired by poetry and just the arts in general, right? Because so many youth and saying, I'm sure you you can relate. Um, uh, just have so much on their mind, especially now with COVID. I can't even imagine being a teenager during this time. I have three daughters, five and under. So I'm glad I don't have any teenagers right now because I know you all want to get out of the house because I want to get out the house and I'm almost <laughs> you know, uh, you know, so, 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 so I know it's hard for parents to say, I, I, I know, you know, you, you, you're in your high school years and you want to go see your friends, but COVID, you know, mm-hmm. and, and 
how, matter of fact, how has that been, Sani, this 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 whole year? Um, it's been a lot of ups and downs. Uh, I lost my grandfather earlier this year to COVID, and I've wow. had a couple of like health scares. Um, I was a graduating senior, the class of 2020, so we missed out on like our prom and graduation and all of that type of thing. Um, but I think a lot of blessings have also come out of quarantine for me personally. Um, being able to, you know, log on virtually and go to different Zooms and events, I've been able to meet a lot of different people that mm. I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to meet otherwise. Um, yeah, I've been to like a lot of different um, open mics across like the US and internationally, and that's connected me to a lot of people. And also like on Instagram, like there's a whole like poetry community. I've also been able to like meet some like poets that I look up to that I may not have been able to mm -hmm. because of COVID and them like, you know, having things canceled and then just showing right. up at open mics and things. So. Um, I think it's helped me to build a lot more community, especially in the poetry world than I had before that I'm like super, super grateful for. Yeah, yeah, you have to see the silver lining in things. That's that's where you build your resiliency, especially um, when it comes to learning how to pivot, right? And, and that's what it sounds like you've learned how to do. Um, we spoke on this several times on this podcast that like you said, COVID is a blessing in disguise for a lot of artists because a lot of local artists here or beyond can now become international artists. Because like you said, because of Instagram and in other platforms, you can just jump right in there and network with artists in Africa and in Germany and wherever else. And so when all of this settles now you have connects in those states countries continents and 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 if you do well and it, and you take those those opportunities on instagram serious and really perform perform then they know okay saney is no joke all right we need to get her to feature when the world opens up you know, so you literally can build your portfolio, your resume, you know, uh, through COVID. Yeah, and there's also been like so much community that comes from that, like just the emotional aspect. Like for mm -hmm. me, it's really comforting to be able to be around other poets and just share our stories and our work and just like other poets speak to things that maybe you haven't like touched on yet or had the time to find words for and just like being amazed at the work that other people do and like just the amazingness of it all. I love to be yeah. with yeah. other poets and take in art. So that has been such a blessing and it's just been like coming from all different places and hearing from so many different people that I've really appreciated too. Awesome. Patrick, do you all have set things in place for her to do, um, um, or are you all, all three of you all brainstorming and, and getting her her ideas and then figuring out what the calendar, calendar looks like for 2021? Yeah, so um, 
th there are certain, um, <clears throat> excuse me, certain preset, you know, things and events that, that we have. Um, you know, uh, Prince George's Arts and Humanities has their Festival of Literary Arts mm. every year. So like, you know, when she has that set, um, uh, as the Youth Poet Laureate, she is to uh, participate in, well, the Library of Congress. Um, uh, she, there's some, well, you know, once they open up, but, um, you know, she would be, would have been performing live there. I think it's going to happen virtually now. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that'll happen on Poetry Month. Uh, so, so though, you know, there's certain big events that are preset, but aside from that, we've still yet to sit down. Uh, we're supposed to have a, actually a meeting tomorrow where we mm -hmm. sit down, um, you know, get into, you know, you know, get into her head, find out, you know, what, uh, issues and things, you know, she wants to focus on, you know, mm -hmm. is there an initiative that we can assist her with? Um, you know what I mean? And things like that. Find out, um, you know, what her timeline looks like, mm -hmm. um, how much time she has, because she's obviously very busy, you mm -hmm. know, so because I, I, our job is not to force her or push her. We just want to help her with whatever she wants to do. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was just, yeah, I was just wondering, because I know, you know, the, the Poet Laureate, you know, he or she has their plans. Um, but now uh, with the Youth Poet Laureate and you all have been doing this for some time now, I would imagine there is some already some some default things in the works already um, uh, uh, alongside with her ideas as well. Um, so saying you're currently a senior about to graduate or you graduated yeah. already. I graduated, um, I was class of 2020, so gotcha. I started my freshman year of college. Where? A PGCC, Prince George's Community cool. College. Cool. Awesome. awesome. What are you studying? That's my alma mater. Um, oh, cool. cool. <laughs> um, I'm an art concentration, but it's like kind of a general studies, but with the concentration of art. Okay. Okay. So within that concentration of art, um is it all across the board art or is there a specific form of art is it perform <clears throat> performance art or um more like visual arts in like 2d type of art really like, yeah what comprises oh. the art concentration so i took okay. like a sculpture class last semester wow and i'm gonna take a photography class this semester so it's like all of those types of things Nice, nice. That's exciting. I, I really, I, I really push, um, especially students to to go in, go at least a minor, at the very least, you know, to go into the arts, you know, um, if they have that um, that passion for it, you know, don't be afraid because a, a lot of times our our mm -hmm. parents will push us to go to get that you know, um, whatever, uh, engineering degree. And, and that's cool for sure, you know, um, but at the very least, uh, still have that desire and that push to um, uh, get further education in the art that you want to pursue. So I, 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 I applaud you uh, for pursuing your, your artistic abilities for sure. Johnson Thank C. You. Smith, is that, is that you? Uh, uh, Mr. Adams over there, is that is that your alma mater? Uh, no, that's not. Okay, me. That's, my, that's my girlfriend. She's oh, okay. a teacher. Look, she, she's a teacher too. I'm in her office right now because my office is playing in the background. <laughs> Wait, so you you and your you and your you said your your girlfriend or your wife? 
My girlfriend. Your girlfriend, both are educators. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's oh. middle school, but I'm high school. Wow, the conversations you all have. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All day, all day, every day. Like, because this is all this parent said to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. Sandy, what are your parents saying? Um, well, they're very proud. I remember in the previous question you asked me, uh, you were talking about like youth and encouraging them to go into the arts. Um, it actually took them a little bit to come around. I'm sure. <laughs> and it also took me some time to really like stand in and claim that I am an artist and this is something that I care about and want to do mm-hmm. because it was always kind of like the conversation of like, are you going to be able to make something of yourself? Like maybe you should try to do something more practical, but as they're seeing like how serious I'm taking it and just like the opportunities that open up, they're like becoming more encouraging of it. So I would imagine you becoming Poet Laureate is kind of fortified and, and, and helped them in their uh, resolve, if, if you will. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now you have a a position that speaks to you having the desire to pursue art. Yes. That's awesome. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, uh, I forgot about the parent piece. Uh, most parents, you know, they, they want you to, yeah, I understand. I know you love your art, but let's go get that degree and whatever else, you know, let's go get that, 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 that salary. Um, that's awesome, man. I, I'm really excited about this because, again, I, I just didn't know. I, I Again, I just knew uh, within the year about an actual Poet Laureate and just to know that there's a youth Poet, poet Laureate to where uh, exposure is being, you know, presented to you. This is going to be an awesome year for you, Saini. Like, uh, and, and I'm excited for you and uh, I'll definitely be following you and just know that you know the poet life for sure we're here to assist uh patrick and and, and neville uh we definitely got to talk and and see where we can partner and make some things happen because um we're in the process of um making some making some things happen as it relates to some youth projects and events as well so Hey, let's all have a conversation. Let's see. Let's see if we can make something happen. This is. Oh this yeah, is, I would love that. Definitely. Indeed. Definitely. Yeah. I want. I want to keep these these young poets busy. Yes. Yes. For sure. For sure. Neville, I've been meaning to connect with you for a while, man. Because I keep hearing your name, man. I keep hearing your name on social media, and I'm like, yeah, this, I'm like, who is this Neville guy, man? <laughs> How long have you been in the game, man? Uh. Well, I've been yeah. teaching. I've been teaching for twenty five years. So wow. I I started with po- I didn't start with poetry until um uh like maybe my almost my probably my junior year of undergrad. That was the first wow. poem that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where is undergrad? Yep. Where's and, um, UDC. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Sweet. Sweet. Well, listen. Thank you all. Thank you all for for joining me on the Poet Life podcast. Saini, we really appreciate uh, your your fortitude, you know, your confidence, uh, because, again, the confidence that you 
exude in your performance is just like she's been doing this for years you know you. indeed indeed so you're only going to get better um with this pressure right because pressure is a good thing we we already know what pressure does you know it produces diamonds right so 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 live in it walk in it and again you have a strong team i was on the dialect website and I said, okay, all right, let me go to this about page. And then I see Patrick in his youth. <laughs> I said, okay, he's performing. He's he's going for it. All right. All right. So so I need to get these two get these two gentlemen on uh just to give some some background information um on, on how this all came about. And so um thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I look forward to working with you all. Um, Patrick, if you could leave something for the people, for the youth, what would you say? Um, continue to be good listeners. Can, uh, I think that that is one thing that um, a lot of people are lacking in, the ability to listen. Uh, <clears throat> uh, as you can tell with Saini, she is a, a wonderful artist because she listens, mm. you know, she takes, you know, this, you know, she takes different things from different people, you know, from different, you know, uh, art forms. And then she creates something new and fresh and something that is her. Mm -hmm. um, I think that artistically, that is a, 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 a boon. And I think that personally in your personal life you definitely need to be a good listener too otherwise you're you're banging your head against the wall so listen that's good listen listen neville what are your thoughts man what would you leave for the people and the youth uh study 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 <laughs> no no half stepping you know um i believe that um um whatever you're doing you know you have to you know be be the best at it at you know be the best at what you're doing um study Make sure that you get it so that it's down pat. Stand up and speak out. For sure. That's good. So we have listen, we have study. All right, Sandy, what are your thoughts? What would you leave the people? What would you leave the youth? Um, honestly, what I'm about to say might be a little bit cheesy, but like follow your passion. Because hmm. your passion unlocks your purpose. Like you know what it is that you care about and what you want to do. So don't let other people tell you like that it's not possible because you can make it possible. And because of the passion you have and the drive that you have, you're going to be able to make things open up in a way that somebody else might not be able to because they are not passionate about what it is that they want to do. So yeah, follow your passions. That's the truest statement. Your passion unlocks your purpose. God, God wouldn't give you a purpose without making you passionate about it. That's huge. Man, that's a great way to end this podcast. Again, Patrick, I'll connect with you. We're going to have uh, a separate episode. Same with you, Neville. I want to dig into you all's past and your journey and your experience in the poet life. I'm sorry, in the poetry um industry and uh because folks if you're watching and listening if i go to their instagram look them up google them and you'll you'll know just that's all i'm going to say and just wait for the upcoming 
uh, episodes with these two gentlemen separately. Uh, thank you so much, everybody watching, listening. Go to thepoetlife.com to check and see what other awesome things that we have going on. Check them out. Go to their Instagram pages. That's why we don't just have their names there. We have their Instagram handles there so you can go follow them. They don't even have to say it. You can just go ahead. As, well, we have listeners. So uh, Dialect PG Poets is for Patrick Washington. Uh, Lyrical Storm with a Y and a K for uh, for for Neville Adams. And then for Saini, it is S-A-I-N-E-Y-Y underscore C. If you need to catch that again, just rewind. All right. So it's the Poet Life Podcast. Thank you all. Thank you all for listening and watching. We're out. Introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way, find a way. Ain't got no time now. You in the way.